Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good talking to you, Tim. Appreciate you having us. And uh, you're right. It's uh, something that we've all not quite known when it was coming, but obviously got the final date. Uh, we had heard we expected uh, November time frame, which this is unique, as you know, because traditionally this happens uh, a couple months earlier, probably around August. And, and traditional, uh, you know, as you know, we do this once every 10 years. Uh, I've not been in the legislature since since this has occurred, so this is all new to me. <laughs> that occurred to process. me. I was thinking after we made arrangements, size, and I'm going to have Houston Gaines on. We're going to talk about the redistrict session. Then it occurred, what does he know? He's been in as many of these as I have, uh, which is to say none. But you're going to get a baptism by fire here in a few weeks. Yeah, I was about to say. I, yeah, I, I'm definitely not an expert on it. We're learning. Uh, it, it is something that. Uh, w- what's interesting is if you look at the House and the Senate. Very, very few members were there 10 years ago. I mean, it's in the Senate, there's only a couple. Uh, and then in the House, maybe at the most a dozen. Uh, there's not many at all uh, who were involved in this process before. So we're learning together. Uh, and and uh, th- this year is unique because the census data was delayed uh, due to COVID. You know, them going door to door, we didn't get the census data until, uh, you know, about a month ago, less than a month ago. And so now, uh, you know, the folks are, are working to, to, to begin that process. But we couldn't have the special session until the data came in. And, and so that's why this is so delayed. We're going to be there in November. We expect it to be a couple weeks, maybe three weeks. Mm. Uh, our goal, I, I believe the goal is to get rid of, uh, uh, to, to, to finish session before Thanksgiving. Uh, then you have December off, and then we'll be back in, in session in January. But you know, who knows how long this thing could go. Now, just to be clear, too, I want to I want to make sure I understand this properly, and, and, and maybe you understand it as well as I. Uh, the governor, who could add any number of things to the special session agenda, my understanding, State Rep. Houston Gaines, is that he's not. This is going to focus exclusively on redistricting. Is that the way you read it? That's right. There's, As I read it, there, there is a, uh, some uh, potential for local legislation, but statewide, that's correct, is that this will... Uh, focus solely on congressional maps, uh, state house maps, and state senate maps. All right, and, and speaking of local, people obviously here concerned about here, there's, there's long been talk about folks grumbling about the way the lines are drawn and an opportunity to redraw them. Now, Republicans are going to do the best they can by way of uh, achieving, achieving partisan advantage. Democrats do the same when they're in control. But in terms of the local district lines, let's talk about uh, reunifying, if you will, Oconee County, a single district, anything like that that, that you can read into what you see so far. You know, it's just too early to really know where we're headed on on uh, locally or across the state. You know, as you uh, can imagine, even if you – so since 2010, there's been a million new people in the state of Georgia. And if you look at uh, uh, where that growth has occurred, it's largely in metro areas. Our area has, uh, you know, kept up with population, maybe grown a little bit. So if you look at my district, for example – I represent about three, I believe it's 3,000 people more than, than I will come January because 
and my district's about 3,000 folks uh, over. And uh, yours is 117, by. correct? Your house district 117. That's right. What's the geography right. now? Just stretch us out. So and currently, so. yeah, so currently we have you know, portions of Clark, Oconee, Jackson, and Barrow counties, and, and it's it is unique because it's just portions of each of those counties, about 50, uh, well, more than, slightly more than 50% of the population in the district is in Clark County. Uh, now, if you look at geography, uh, you know, frankly, if you look at the map, it looks like a lot of Jackson County uh, and then portions of the others. But population-wise, we're about, you know, like I said, over 50% uh, Clark and then, you know, 20, 25% Oconee, another you know, 10, 10, 10 to 12% in Jackson, 10, 12% in Barrow, uh, population-wise. And you have no sense of what that's going to look like after the session is over? You know, I, I really don't. You know, if you look at uh, th those counties, uh, particularly Jackson, Barrow, and Oconee, they have grown uh, dramatically. If you look at uh, the district right above mine in Jackson County, it's 10,000 people over uh, what, what the numbers will end up being. Uh, so, you know, there are going to be changes in this area just to account for population growth. Then if you look at counties on the periphery, on the southern and eastern periphery of Clark, uh, you know, they have not kept up with population growth. And so there, there are going to be shifts in order. You know, the goal here, obviously, and, and what we legally have to do is make districts that uh, align population-wise uh, with one another and, and to keep up with that growth in the state. Uh, but what, how those look, I think it's too early to tell. I expect us to really start to uh, learn more over the next couple of weeks. And obviously, once we get into session, uh, you know, we'll, we'll really know then. I mean, this is, uh, as I understand it, you know, it, we work through this process and then there are maps. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and so I don't know how that how that looks, uh, but we are working through that process now. Now, I want to circle back to something you said earlier, uh, State Rep. Houston Gaines. Very few folks in the House or Senate who were around the last time this was done. And I suppose in the House and in the Senate, you seek out the people who were. One, and I suppose you'll be able to lean on him for at least this special session, not much longer than that, uh, Calvin Smyrie. Uh, State Rep uh, Columbus, Democrat, I, I think the longest-serving member in the Georgia House, tabbed just this yeah. week as the uh, next ambassador to the Dominican Republic. I, I've had the occasion to talk with him a couple of times over the years. I see what I see on television here on the radio. He just seems like just seems like a really good guy. Your your thoughts on him? Well, Dean Smyre, you know, we called him the Dean of the House and the longest-serving member. I mean, it's close to 50 years he's been in the General Assembly. And uh, he, his voice of reason uh, is going to be missed. Uh, he, he, he became a friend of mine, and, uh, you know, he, he, he served his district uh, very, very well. Obviously, we disagree on, on politics a lot, but, but he was a voice of reason and somebody who has been through, you know, he's been through four or five redistricting sessions, been through uh, when, when he was in the majority, when he was in the minority party, uh, the state capitol. Uh, he was rules chairman, uh, which is obviously a very uh, high-profile role at the capitol. Uh, but, you know, if you look at every major decision over the last uh, several decades, Calvin Smyrie has been there uh, to, to be a part of that process. And so certainly uh, I, I believe that his voice will be missed, uh, and, and I wish him well. He's got a pretty good uh, <laughs> pretty good appointment. Sure. I think he's the ambassador of the Dominican Republic. Uh, so uh, you know, I volunteer to go down and, and be the be the Georgia emissary to say hello. Yeah. 
Uh, finally, quickly, let you go on this one, State Rep. Houston Gaines. Uh, you and I have discussed this privately on a few occasions. I'll ask you publicly. I'm, I'm assuming uh, you hadn't announced by now you're not going to uh, a campaign for Congress. Is it still something you might consider or no? My plan right now is to, to run for the state house again. You know, we, as we've talked about, and and, and as I, you know, as I, I think I said last time I was on your show, is I really do think we need strong leadership in Washington, uh, but we also need it here in Georgia. I do think that a lot of people are premature when we don't even know what the district lines for state house, state senate, or Congress are. <laughs> how, how, do, how do these folks even know what, what district they're running for? Well, you're right when uh, you say a lot, because as we say, about 12 or 13 who have announced for that. State Rep. Houston gains up against it a hard break here at the bottom of the hour. I'll let you go. Best of luck with that redistricting session. Again, starts November 3rd. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks so much, Tim. Take care. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.